can make it up on the fly. All right. Yeah, I know. We well. <laughs> what is this episode? What episode is this? Twenty-two. I'm fairly certain. It, it is twenty-two. It's like it's like we're one third of Order sixty-six. <laughs> right. That is. Yeah, I suppose that's one way of looking at it. So it's going to be one third as good as Order sixty-six. I Order sixty-six was good. Well, okay. I think so. Who hurt you? I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, welcome. We'll, 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 we'll talk on that in just a moment. Um, <laughs> welcome, everyone, to episode 22 of Karita Cast, uh, a podcast up from myself, Mike Hinton, a TK5351, a stormtrooper, and, yeah. and the one that keeps come. it going. <laughs> as opposed to Colin, DK <laughs> Oh no, I, no, I was I was referring to you as the one that keeps it going, and then you were supposed to say your name. Oh, that's <laughs> like, like you're the one putting in the effort. I mean, I get that. You're not wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I think we we, we I, I almost jinxed us. Here, finish your name, and then we'll go. I'm sorry. <laughs> Colin, TK nine seven six seven zero stormtrooper. I don't really have a rank. I don't have a stormtrooper rank. I guess I don't I'm think they really. Ha- I don't think you have to. Yeah, I don't. I haven't counted how many little tiny bars are on that ears on my helmet lately. Yeah, the um, the old one I think, the, which kind of leads into what we're doing later this week. The old West End Games book. If you can, if you ever can come across the old Imperial West End Games book, um, I had it, and I don't know what happened to it. But it had all the ranks and everything of the Imperials. It was it was like a source book for the the role playing game. Mm-hmm. The game itself, the gameplay, I didn't like it that much. Um, but the resource material was wonderful, and it had like a lot of the rank stuff. And that came out in the like, I want to say the late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, I'm not sure I've ever heard of, heard of that one. Would you say I, it was called again? West End Games Star Wars. Let me go. I'm gonna go grab the source book. Hang on. I'll put in some elevator music or something. Yeah, so it's Star Wars West End Games. I have this the source book here. I'm looking for the date. Um, I I didn't have this before. And a couple weeks ago, I guess it was, well, a couple months ago, I guess, 94. So this is first printing, 94. Um, I picked this up at um, Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash. Mm-hmm. We went there, uh, me, Zoe, and Sappy went there um, just because they were closing their store down and moving it down the street. Mm-hmm. I don't. I I don't know if you're of Jay and Silent Bob's secret stash. Yeah. Oh I, yeah. I've I've heard of Jay and Silent Bob's secret okay. stash. I'm so we very um, jealous. I'm, I'm withholding my rage and jealousy that you guys got to go to their uh, secret stash. And so we went to the store, and it, it was all tore apart. You know, like it was. They were they were moving literally moving stuff like like halfway down the block. The the new store is just right down the block. Mm-hmm. And um, I was talking to one guy in there. And he said, "Oh, what are you looking for?" I said, "You have." I just, just as a, I said, "Do you have any old Star Wars role playing game?" And he pulled this one out of the box, and he was like, "Yeah, here you go, uh, fifteen dollars." I was like, "Okay," and it's like, it's like brand new. I was like, "You know." Which is it? The the last command? No, this is the source real. This book. is the source book. It's just it's the actual like rules book. Um, it's the second edition Star Wars source book. Uh, it has like the you know like the basic rules to. Uh, like start your play. It has 
like the ships and the scores and all that kind of stuff. It's just like the Star Wars source book. If you're going to play it, it has like all the stats. It has, let me see what else it has in here. Looks like it has like if I'm looking at the same thing, the rule book for the first edition of Star Wars role playing game was published in October 1987. Yeah, this is the second edition. So this would be like the edition. This is like a it's a blue hardback with it has Luke. It has Luke with the pose pointing the blaster in the center with Princess Leia and Han shooting off to the sides. Okay, so it is the same the same cover, just yeah. It's just they changed some of the rules. So this is like the source book for the Star Wars. Like it, I guess I'm, I'm imagining it means New Hope. Well, it can't be New Hope, but it has like, like it has the the stats for like Banthas. Just to go back from what we were talking about last week, like it talks about Banthas and Dubaks. You and your um, Banthas. Uh, Minox, Rancor, Tolentons. Has like uh, general weapons and equipment. It has all the different guns. And then it has like, like equipment cost chart if you're gonna buy stuff. So let's see, if you were in Star Wars, and you were going to buy, let me look at weapons here. Let's see, where's my weapons at? Here we go, ranged weapons. Well, according to this, you could buy a black powder pistol in Star Wars, and a musket. At a, that sounds like it was before some uh, weapon continuity. Possibly. Well, here's a blast. <laughs> a, a DL-18 is 500 whatever credits. A DL-44 is 750 credits. I know the 44. Which one's the 18? I don't know what the 18 is. DL-18. Blaster pistol. Oh, so it's like Kanan's. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. His is cheaper. Yeah. All right. Wo- and a Wookiee bow, Wookiee bowcaster is only nine hundred. That what seems steal. cheap. No. <laughs> I know where my uh, my my um, stimulus payments going. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, that's. I mean, it's it's just a nice source book. Um, it has some blueprints of like. Uh, looks like well, there's a. Blueprint of uh, Obi Wan's house. That little hut, which we'll see a lot of in the upcoming Obi Wan. Rada. And no, in the Obi Wan. Rada the hut. Oh, it doesn't have Rada. Oh, here we go. No, here we go. It has the Starfighter Squadron, Terrafron Rebel Base Outpost. I don't know. It has a it has a blueprint of that, which is pretty cool. I don't know what that is, but I don't know. It's a pretty neat source book. I've just noticed a lot of stuff from. Um, has a nice blueprint of the, like a cutaway blueprint of the X wing. We'll have to try and get a couple extra people on, and we'll we'll attempt a. Uh... I know you said you hated playing it, but that might just make it even more fun if it's yeah. extra cringy. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'd probably, have, we'd probably have to run down the rule book and a few others. The The new one is supposed to be pretty good, too. It's just supposed to be super pricey. Because mm. um, there's no, you know, there's no old material. But 
I don't know. Um, I always liked his role-playing books. I still have the Mose Eisley um, book that tells you all the, like, the different stuff about Mose Eisley. Uh, and I think that was pre-special edition, too. Uh, so it's, it, you know, it's... So it's Mos Eisley without all the CGI floating droids and extra dinosaurs. Well, and... no, what's funny is that stuff is kind of there. It's bigger. It, it probably looks more like the special edition stuff than the original. Mm. So there's probably uh, so a lot. I mean, a, a snapshot of what it was supposed to be before yeah. it was redone to be that way. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. They, it, it always, they always seem like nice books. They were just always kind of out of my price range back then. Um, cause they were like $25 books back in like 1993, uh, money. You yeah. Know? You could have bought a whole car for that much. Uh, that's my, my first car <laughs> did cost me $25. That was back in, that was an 85, I think. <laughs> Oof. Missy's first car was $35 I, or $50. I built her uh, first car. So yeah, it, the, but it cost me fifty dollars every time I want to drive my car. Uh, well, yeah, but well, gas wasn't that much cheaper actually back then, really. <laughs> um, but you know, we talked about uh, Sam people yesterday, or well, last week, and uh, we did get a lot of feedback. Like, I think some people want to actually make some Sam people now. I, I don't know if we were the reason, but we might have been like just brought some of those people out that were building them correlation obviously means causation i think right. it's all it's all our doing yeah yeah but then we have the badge back bad batch bad batch trailer that came out today is that the first trailer or the second that's the second tra- the one that's was like a second. teaser yeah the first was a teaser this was the first like official trailer yeah um that came out because that's may 4th that comes out mm-hmm. and since we always talk about crls and uh costumes we wound up looking up the Bad Batch on the X, the um, uh, 501st site, and they only have one CRL ready, um, and, that's and it's for Hunter. Hunter. Now, Hunter doesn't wear his helmet that much, does he? Not as much as the others, I don't think. Only when, I've, I've, at least in the uh, episodes during the last season of Clone Wars, it seemed as though he only really wore it when they were in an open area during a firefight. Yeah. I don't yeah, really know what, where he put it when he'd well, take I, it I, off. <laughs> that's what I was going to ask. Like, is it magnetic? Does it, does it, you know? <laughs> Dropped it down the hallway, left it in the elevator or something and knew he was yeah. going to come back for it? Like, I don't know. I've... What would be really cool is if he had a different helmet every week. Because, like, he would just, <laughs> just pick one up on his way it. out. <laughs> but, yeah, so they have the Hunter CRL. Um, and for those that, again, it's costuming referencing library. It's what the 501st uses. Um, I think most, most Star Wars groups use some sort of CRL based kind of around the 501st, um, CRL kind of. At the very Um, least, the, the other organizations have their own library, their own version of the references for you to, to refer to. Right, so if you you know if you and I'll put a link to the to his this in, in the the show description, um, it's but the uh, the one thing I noticed while we were here talking, he doesn't wear a belt. Oh yeah, look at that. 
I'm looking at the I'm looking at the CRL right now, and yeah. I guess I'd never noticed that before. I well, because it was the the back looks like any other clone, but then I'm looking at the front, and I'm like something's a little off. And I was like, it does seem like something's missing. You're right, and that's I think because he likes just using his like wrist mounted knives, which and even in the picture doesn't really look like he has. Did they kind of yeah. skip over the whole knife thing? I don't know. No, there's a knife down there. So. Um, if you guys look at the CRL, it's it's run by the Clone Trooper Detachment. So, if you are interested in clones or even the the um, Bad Batch, the Clone Trooper Detachment would have more information. Also, um, one of the places where I buy my 3D files is Three Demon. It's spelled the number three, and then the word Demon. If you search that, mm-hmm. they are running a. A special in Bad Batch armor. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Let's see. They they're they're like uh, their stuff is I, I like their stuff. Oh, but their, their web, bad... Their website is three d, the number three d dash m o n. Yeah, I, but if you Google through, I always just Google three demon, and it's it just yeah, it always comes up first. There. But they're they right. their their models are nice, but they're not all ready. But they're running a special where you can buy all the files if you want to do all four guys. I think no. Let me see. One, two, three, four. Yeah, you can get um, crosshairs armor, hunter's armor, tech's armor, wrecker's armor, um, tech's helmet, hunter's helmet. Wrecker's helmet and Crosshair's helmet, plus the file for the DC 17s. Um, if you buy all those files, it's 255, which I know is a lot of money. Um, but you know, if you if you know some people that want to build the costumes, that's in the scope of costuming, 255 for all those files is pretty good. But the helmet files are like 30 bucks each, which aren't bad either. Um, they're just not all ready. They're all pre-ordered right now. Yeah. I think it would be interesting to do um as far as helmets go tex yeah or, or tick as they pronounce it in the new trailer yeah i saw as, that i saw that they yeah there is there is new zealand voice actor there is a guy who um does a really good tech from uh, the rexing around show have you ever seen those guys yeah i think i've seen some of their stuff he, he does a he does a um the uh, tech he has a whole tech outfit yeah, I just tech I like and, the idea that he has no lenses to fog up. See, I like tech <laughs> and wrecker. Like that's that's to me. I don't I don't think I I don't picture myself doing tech because I like my face covered, but I do like wrecker. I do write like his. I'm not tall enough to do wrecker, but I like the helmet. I think I got the right size. I got I have good shoulders. I could pull off a good wrecker. I can pull off wrecker for the shoulders, but I couldn't pull off for the height. Because he stands relatively oh, that's, taller. That's true. Yeah, you're right. He really make him, I can get some like kiss everybody. boots for it. <laughs> yeah, some platforms. Or just just have a little wooden stage that I carry around with me. <laughs> wherever wherever uh, Hunter keeps his helmet. <laughs> yeah. But I'll put a link in this. I'll put a, I'll put a link to this in our. You know, I mean, we're not making any money from Three Demon and all, but I bought a lot of files from them, and I'm I'm all really happy with their their um stuff yeah because what's nice about them when they update stuff 
you get the updates. So like if the show comes out and something's wrong on one of the pieces, you just you log on to your account and it'll just be like it'll be updated file, updated file. Yeah, that's so, pretty that's 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 cool of them. Yeah. So and they're good files. That's where I, I got all my Mando files from. Um, and they updated those things like crazy. I have so many copies of Mando files. Um, that's where I got the, the Fennec helmet too. And I, I got the... Uh, I, I did print most of the um, Bo-Katan. The live-action Bo-Katan. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, looking at the CRL, we, we noticed he doesn't have a belt. And the helmet, the helmet, you're going to have to have some painting skills to do that weathering, I think, on that front. Yeah. It's not quite the same as just hitting any clone trooper with a, a watered-down black paint to wash it out with, a, like, a sponge or something. It's Yeah. And I'd actually have to look at the, the actual stills of it, because sometimes I don't trust the CRL's pictures, mm-hmm. um, because sometimes they're a, they can be a little off as well because like the crl says you, you go by the words not by the pictures yeah um i mean that's if you want to be approved now we should also say <laughs> yeah of course if you're doing it for fun then just do it yeah. for fun doesn't well and hopefully you're doing it for fun if you're doing it to join the team group but if you're yeah if you're not oh <laughs> uh, yeah that's true i mean the... <laughs> no if you're gonna join no fun for you yeah so i mean because it's been fun for us but there is a a level of preciseness is probably the best word i can use positive word for that is to be precise in what you want to do so like i would recommend if if you've never made a helmet or you're this is gonna be one of your first ones or you're buying one to paint try to find someone who's done one before but you know it 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 gives you actually it's pretty nice because this one gives you some colors too like it tells you like bar matte or satin red you know they oh, give you a, a pretty good instructions on this um on this here so i guess that kind of helps with because it's a paint job coming off of a digital template cuz you can just you can find out what the color is by just like Oh, selecting yeah. it on a color wheel or matching it to a color wheel instead yep. of trying to look at it something on a pixelated old VHS t- uh, screen trying to line it up with a paint swatch to figure out well and a lot of times they give the Clone Wars gives those uh, profiles with the colors on them yeah so I because the first season the of T-pose. Sabine I did I didn't have those but I wonder like if if I, I was thinking about this today, I was like, who do I know that could do um, this character without a helmet? And I was thinking of um, oh man, my just went blank is his name. He does uh, the white Boba Fett. Uh, Howard. Howard. Howard could pull off. I think Howard could pull off uh, the Bad Batch without a helmet. He could pull pull him off. You know, he kind of has that look. Oh, I've definitely got. I got. I've got hunter hair now. With the, oh, okay. Well, like, if I the put hair. a headband on, I got the. I got the hair ready. <laughs> yeah. So there. There. You just have to. You'd have to darken it up. I'm noticing, even as I'm looking at some of these pieces of Hunter's armor, it looks like there's these like subtle hints of blue, and I don't know if that's just a 
a touch from the like whoever created this version of the armor if that's just their like way of making their weathering more, method or if that's actually I, i've never noticed tiny little touches of blue in the weathering on the uh in the episodes yeah i guess that's the the new uh darth vader's mask is actually black and gray not just black yeah right right <laughs> yeah well here it said but it says there's no mention of blue so it's probably a weathering technique yeah more than anything um it's really noticeable on the bicep armor That's yeah like, i see oh, i see the i see the blue now that i wonder if does it say anything about blue on that that no, just says yeah it does like say a, blue it does say gray blue. black and blue matching references so yeah so I, I guess, guess there's blue in the references yeah Unless every one of their references is them standing next to Skywalker <laughs> with the lightsaber, did that's they? Well, did we double check that? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the one. So that's the thing that has been in the past. If if you get too early on a CRL, um, you can tend to have to change stuff if you want to be exact. But again, like I like you said to everybody, it's not. It's a good reference, no matter how, why you're doing a costume. Um, I will say for the clone now, I don't know. I don't know how this clone armor works because does it have the diaper? Let's see. Yeah, it has the cod and abdomen armor. That would be a good one. Like you, we we've, we've always talked about trying to model uh, clone armor, abdomen armor with the rubber instead yep. of hard plastic. That would be a really good one for that. Well, that I could probably do now after working on these uh, 3PO shorts. I have the material to make them. I don't know if I feel like spending, like, that'd be like a $500 mold to make. <laughs> so. But, yeah, it looks nice. I mean, the the... It doesn't look like you're allowed to have edges. Like, like it looks like the legs have to, you have to slide them on. They look yeah. like they're seam free. So if you got, you know, if your legs are a little heavier or your feet are really big, that's where people run into. The biggest problem with that is the size of someone's foot. Yeah, getting that through the, the narrowest part of the leg hole. I'm not really understanding what the shape of the back of the thighs is. It looks like it's curved inwards but how would that fit around the human leg the human leg well, doesn't curve inwards. i think yeah but i think these are i think this armor is way bulkier than like stormtrooper armor mm. it, it's almost like when i look at this armor it reminds me of it reminds me of a cross between regular clone armor and republic commandos yeah so i'm pulling up i'm gonna pull up a republic yeah if you if you look at republic commandos because their armor's way bulkier. To me, it looks like the lower legs are exactly the same. Public commando. They should be right above them on the CRL. Gregor. Yeah, yeah, those are. I mean, actually, a lot of the armor looks like the Republic commando. Like yeah, the ab. The, the, the commandos ab the... don't wear belts. Well, not all the commandos wear belts either. Yeah. It just looks like a slightly like it looks like the Gregor armor. It it's I don't know if it the the chest armor is a little different, but it looks pretty close to the Gregor armor. No, the chest armor here. is pretty much the same. I'm looking at that. Look at the Gregor armor from the animated Clone Wars. 
Ooh, loud motorcycle going by. So if you look at the Gregor armor right next to that, the shoulders are different, which gives the armor a different look. But it looks yeah. pretty close to the animated um, the animated uh, Republic Commando. The only thing it looks like is the butt plate is not connected to the um, kidney armor. Oh, it even says, here we go, posterior oh, yeah. armor. Similar to an animated Republic Commando style posterior armor. That's what it says. I see it's so the shoulders actually they look similar but like because we know that the last season of Clone Wars had a different set of animators they yeah. they like revamped some of the character styles it kind of looks like they just redid the the are the Republic Commando shoulders to be a little bit smaller the shape is about yep. the same yep yeah well the Republic Commando armor it has it looks like H's well, you know what? Now that I'm looking at it, it like if I pull up the picture, it does. It, it looks like they put. Maybe the so. Gregor, if you're if you're Gregor at home costume looking, just has disproportionately large shoulders. Yeah, I think I think that's what the, it looks like. They just made them smaller. Well, and that so that that H piece on the um, on the Gregor armor, you, like there's that H piece that goes right across. Uh, it looks like an H to me. I don't know. But it looks like that's a little thicker too. Well, now from the side view, it looks pretty close. I need to open another another window. I'm going between them both. Yeah, it just kind of seems like it's it's the same shape, just slightly smaller. Yeah, reproportioned to fit the uh, armor a little bit better. Well, or is it just cut? Is it just cut smaller? Let's see. If we look up the Clone Wars Gregor, Gregor, Gregor Clugane images, the Clone Wars Hunter images. Well, I'm thinking in the in the, in the cartoon, it's definitely smaller. But for the costumer out there. It looks like it's basically the same stuff with just different shoulder belts. Or sh I'm, or, I'm looking uh, at them side by side here for the animated yeah. pictures, and they are the same. It, they're just animated a little bit larger, and the Gregor side because it was an earlier. Yeah. But the the um shapes, the it's they they have the same shapes. That's cool, and and the backpack's pretty cool because it has that. Like like gun rack slash handles on it. Yeah, I kind of like those. Yeah. Well, we figured it out. We solved. The we mystery. solved solved the mystery. Well, you know, if someone has if someone has animated uh, Gregor armor that they decided they didn't want to do anymore, now they can just change the helmet <laughs> and go to Bad Batch. <laughs> Shave the shoulders down a little bit and change the yeah, change the helmet, and then they're good. And separate the butt. Yeah, I, I wouldn't separate the butt if that was me, only because I just seen guys in that clone armor and they look so uncomfortable. That so and you think not separating the butt? You think having that all one piece would make it more comfortable? No, but it would just keep it from falling off. Misaligning. Yeah, I guess you know. that's that's fair. 
But yeah, I agree with you though. That would be a good rubber part. But I wonder. I wonder if. I wonder if there's going to be any big events around May the fourth, like for this. Like if they're going to have like any online events to promote this coming out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how big they count this in their grand scheme of things. Cause yeah. like Mandalorian's huge. They obviously they pulled out all the stops for that one, but like right. yeah, another animated series. Yeah. I don't know. Well, don't and also we're still, feel. we're still at the, the end of COVID too. So yeah, um, they can't do too many live stuff. Yeah. I imagine they'll do some sort of the star Wars show special. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm just I'm, I'm just looking forward to seeing it. Though. I'm looking forward to having a weekly Star Wars show again. Yeah, me too. I just finished I had a couple weeks ago, eh, not that long ago, I guess. I just finished Clone Wars again, and oh, just okay. the other day I finished Rebels again. Now I'm gonna go nice. through Mandalorian because that's obviously the next in the trilogy. Well, now now um, <laughs> tomorrow you can watch the Ewok Adventures because they come out on disney plus oh really they're putting them on yes oh, oh and the ewok cartoon and the oh. ewok cartoon oh i'm watching that at the gym and oh, ain't the, nobody gonna um, stop me the animated part of the christmas special <laughs> not the whole thing they're just gonna do the animated just, part. just the animated part that's actually I, probably smart of them i like the whole thing I said to Zoe, I said honestly, to be totally honest with you, probably part of the reason why they can't won't put the whole show on, there might be like music rights that I they don't so, have. Yeah. Because they have, you know, the guest singing and stuff. Yeah. Like as much as we'd like to think they just they don't wanna make it terrible, there there's probably way other reasons than that. You know? Also they probably don't wanna be responsible for people or putting on their children's streaming service a uh elderly Wookiee experiencing uh, virtual oh, yes. reality stimulus. That's true. I forgot about that. <laughs> see, I didn't even pick on... I saw, see, I saw that show when I was a kid and I fell asleep and never saw the animated part. So oh. probably like 20 years later. <laughs> you know, because to me they were like, everyone's like, oh, that's how everyone was introduced to Boba Fett. I was introduced to Boba Fett by the mail order things on the on the, the toy. Mm-hmm. I, because I, I must have fell asleep from that, you know, because I remembered all of the special, but I, I don't remember the animated part. Bummer. So, when that came <laughs> out, because I was like 10 years old when it came out. I remember a couple, I guess it was a couple of years ago, I made my family sit through it. And I like, I started putting it on, we couldn't decide what to watch on Christmas. And so I had found, I had saved the Facebook link somebody had shared in one of yeah. the pages. And I was like jokingly, oh, let's watch the Star Wars Christmas special. And they're like, the what? <laughs> like, you guys are older than me. How do you not know about the Star Wars Christmas special? I think and... you had to. Well, I mean, it's funny, though, because that special is exactly like every other special that was happening all those years. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, there was Donnie and Marie special and there was, you know. Um, I like the Pee Wee Herman Christmas special. Yep. Yeah. Not that but it's they, any better than any of the rest. It's just, you know, the nostalgia yeah. of Pee Wee Herman. Um, well, and then I don't know if I showed you, I got, I got a hold of the, the, so in 1977, before the movie came out, I forget the name of the company. They released that eight millimeter, um, film reel of the star Wars story, like star Wars. 
mm-hmm. and you could buy it. It was like, you know, before videotapes and stuff. And I got a hold of a copy. I have an eight millimeter projector and it's like a 10 minute silent movie of Star Wars. Oh, wow. And I, I, I threw it up on Facebook at one time, but you have to, you have to see it in all its glory with an eight millimeter camera, <laughs> but they don't, you know, they put in like sub subtitles cause there's no sound on the super eight millimeter. Yeah. And it starts with Luke getting the message from Princess Leia with um, Obi-Wan in the mm-hmm. uh, in his house. It ends with them escaping the Death Star um, with Princess Leia. Like, that's how, that's, that the whole movie is them rescuing Princess Leia. Oh, they don't even, they don't even get to the uh, blowing up the Death Star part. No. It's just the. I, I gotta rewatch it. I don't even know if Darth Vader's in it or in it for very long. I would think he'd have to, because I. But I can't unless I, they I, skip over like that part with. Uh, well, they skipped over a lot. Like I said, it oh, it yeah, ends with him with Princess Leia hugging Chewie, and that, that's how it ends. And it's a silent movie. And the thing that cracks me up the most is when I rewatched it, in the credits, it gives John Williams credit for the music. Like, did they? Oh. <laughs> No, because yeah, there was no guess, sound. Because there was no sound whatsoever. It's not whatsoever. Huh. I so. guess if you had never seen the original, if you'd never actually seen the movie, you'd be thinking, "What do you mean music?" What? But this this came out either right before Star Wars was in the theater or right after. Like you would buy these. I didn't have this one as a kid, but I knew friends that did. You would buy them in the toy section. It would just be. It was these boxed. Like they would be in where you'd buy your, um, uh, what are those slide projectors that with the discs on them? Oh, oh yeah, the um, photo something. I, I don't, don't know. know. I remember. They, I'm drawing a blank too. Viewmaster. Viewmaster. That's the one. They were in with the Viewmaster stuff. It was just like a, you know, it's like a, oh, five inch roll of eight millimeter film. So. Hmm. Which I which it which is it's just funny. Where where we've we've come just that only thing that made me think about that is now we can stream pretty much everything in HD, and back then <laughs> yeah, I you bet know. those film reels weren't in 4K. Yeah. Oh man, this this is like now it could be because of the age, but it's like a pinkish color, you know, because it's, it's not in color. Mm-hmm. It's in. Uh, Cause I used to have a couple of these, and we used to make movies. And if you'd actually, if you had a bad projector, or you hit the button and paused it for too long, the bulb would burn through the film. Yeah, you'd literally watch the film melt right in front of your eyes. Um, but back to our uh, back to our bad batch hunter guy. So <laughs> no, I'm just looking at CRL. Like I'm thinking. Like right now, if someone listens to this, they have a month, right? They have a month. You you could if you could get a hold of the armor, you could build this in a month. You know, yeah, as long as you had all the parts. Really, the hardest part is just painting things. Yeah, I wonder getting it to fit right. I guess. Yeah, well, I I, <laughs> I mean, I would recommend. Um, honestly, I would recommend that. Uh, the you have to be on the thinner side so really hit the gym you know 1200 calories a day every day 
<laughs> do yeah, that for a I couple mean, of months, then hit the uh, then hit then hit Bad Batch. Just well, just a clone. The animated clone armor in and of itself is pretty. Um, is pretty. It's tough. a girdle. Here we go. Clone War, Clone Wars. We'll see if they have. I'm looking on. I think one of the best places to get clone armor is Imperial Surplus. <clears throat> um, and they don't have. They don't have any um, armor for that. Well, Clone Wars troopers, troopers. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it. They just have regular, regular animated armor. So I don't know where you would get a kit. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna. Pause the recording real quick, yeah. and I gotta blow, I gotta go blow my nose real quick. Okay. I'm, I'm like stuffed up. Hold on. All right, I'm back. Hold on, I'm gonna. Okay. There, give myself a, a nice spike in audio so that I can find it and cut that part out. Oh, nice. <laughs> cut that little cut that little blip out in post. Yeah, I don't know where you would buy bad batch armor. Honestly, probably if you if you are interested in buying bad batch armor. You'd go to Clone Detachment, and they would probably have a list of people that sell the armor. Yeah, I'm sure they've got a guy. I wonder if Waltz, it's not... Waltz has it going yet. Waltz it might. seems like something he'd be doing. Waltz Trooper Factory. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm trying... There, there used to be a couple other ones, but... Um, No, he just has Scout, Stormtrooper, and whatever. I have one of his uh, Scout helmets. Um, which is really nice, except uh, he splits his right down the middle. Hmm. Which is, it's, I know why he does it because you get, um, way better detail on the biker scout helmet, but yeah. then you also have, you also have that, uh, you gotta, you gotta fix that, that line yeah. right down the middle. And, uh, that I don't, whoops, hang on. I accidentally opened up, uh, Waltz, one of Waltz videos, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and then I was looking at the CRL some more, and it looks like they don't have different levels. It's all just just the basic level. Oh, yeah, there's there's no... Uh, uh, whatever the equivalent of expert, expert infantry and... Um, yeah. Whatever the highest level of Stormtrooper is, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, I forget too. Now look, their boots. We were talking about this <laughs> last storm week. Stormtroopers. No, but they're they're stormtrooper boots like um, Rogue One. No heel. Oh. Uh, well, that's kind of how the. Oh, okay. I see the how they painted these ones in the CRL. Yeah, it's kind of clever with the little 
foam insert on the front i know yeah the, and the regular clones aren't there like a specific style of shoe like a, a yep. custom shoe that you have to get for those yeah there was a uh i forget who i forget someone made one i forget what the name of the company that made one um which it looks like yeah, that's it what a... it is for gregor yeah gregor, yeah these are the, the gregor has those those custom still no you're right like no ankle heel. boot yeah, yeah, the clones like have, like, an, an ankle boot that you have to put a strap. You have to kind of build your own off of these ankle boots if you don't buy the custom ones. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... Why um, even begin to do this paint job? That's so... Digital camos looks like it would be a nightmare to have to paint. But we're not yeah, we talking have, about Gregor today. We're talking about Hunter. Yeah. We have a good... <laughs> we have we have one of the... One of the um, guys with a digital cam camo in uh like north of philly he has a set of the animated digital camo which is really nice but he's a he's a car painter by trade oh so <laughs> you couldn't rush that paint job oh no the, the like the but the the hunters the hunter's pretty cool i mean again i'm glad to see there's one crl already um there's probably a CRL for him, them at the Rebel Legion as well. Oh, you think? Because, the, yeah, I guess they would count as because the clones all... clones <laughs> fall into pre-order sixty-six. The clones fall into Rebel Legion as well. Oh, so okay. if you're not a if you don't want to join the five hundred first, you can join the Rebel Legion as a clone. You'd think they would also technically be Mandos, all being based on Django Fit, but no. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, I mean, the man, the Mandos are more specific. The Mando, you know what I mean, compared well, yeah, to where yeah, the yeah. where the, the where the five hundred first and the Rebel Legion are more concepts. You know, like a like the Imperials is is more like a a broader concept than just like the race of. Yeah. Um, but but they do let in like denizens of the empire and stuff. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I would recommend everyone check out check out um Hunter. Uh, at least the helmet. I mean even if you're just a helmet collector. I've noticed under COVID I've somehow wandered into there's a lot of people that collect helmets that I didn't realize. You know, people that people that don't have any desire to wear armor and stuff, but they have, um, yeah, they really like the helmets. Which is like, it, it is kind of the it, it's obviously cheaper than collecting full costumes, but it's still you, you get a little. I think you, I I feel like you get a little bit more out of being a helmet collector because of the space they take up, the, dis yeah. the display capabilities. And if they're good helmets, you know, it's a cool, it can be a really cool display setup. I, right. I, well, I, I and, totally understand why people like to collect them. And and what's neat about them is, especially the ones that are well-made, like, like I know there's some of those really high-end ones, but I'm saying the ones made by just, it's nice that when you can hand one to somebody and let them look at it, you yeah. know, where they're not afraid to, they're going to drop it or something. Yeah. I'm looking at his helmet and his helmet is almost a perfect transition from a clone to a stormtrooper. It does kind of seem like it, yeah. Because the eyepiece is still clone, but the mohawk's gone. 
Yeah, you're right. And it's it has the round. it has the four little indents in the dome that the stormtroopers have. Uh, you know, you have yeah, those two yeah. in the back and those two on the side. The ear pieces are, and the, the whole ear part that go down around the piece that goes around the neck is very Stormtrooper-esque. You're right. It does have, a, especially the, if you're looking at like the side profile, it really looks like it on yeah. the side profile. Yeah, which is kind of cool. I, I like to see that progression. Like I that's I what I noticed that before. I didn't either until I was, when you were talking about the paint job, and I was looking at it, and I was like, I looked at that bottom right-hand picture. Mm-hmm. And it's, I was like, with the white, it really. Yeah. I was like, that looks like a stormtrooper, and then I just started looking at just the little nuances of that helmet, and it's just like if you would take all those rough edges, and smooth them out. Yeah, you know, change the eyepiece. Though I would argue that they they made the eyepiece evolve backwards. It kind of looks to me like the eyepieces on the. Um... Like the patrol stormtroopers, yeah. like from oh, Solo, yeah. or um, even like the shore trooper. It yep. looks like it was more in that heading more towards that direction than the direction yeah. of a regular stormtrooper. Yeah, which yeah, it does kind of seem like it would be if you just brought the bridge of the nose up and touched it at the eyes. Yeah. It kind of is. Yeah. Oh no, no. I'm saying realistically, you would think it would evolve to that and not evolve to the two small eyes. Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. But, you know, you got to work with what you got. But that is a nice-looking helmet. Yeah. Their picture's a little distorted or something because the top left one looks like they shot the picture with some kind of lens that made it look skinnier. You're or they right. had to angle. Doesn't... I think they had it tilted down so they could get that, f- that flush of the of the aerators and the, and the calm thing. Yeah. And I think they, it's probably tilted back and it makes it look... I've been hanging around Marty too long, but, uh, you know, they, they, it looks like they tilted it. Um, it almost looks like the white is like Bondo. Someone put Bondo on it. Yeah, it does kind of look like that, huh? I thought the, maybe it'll look different in the actual Bad Batch series, but the, the skull part on the, the, the white skull painting on his helmet, I thought that was a little bit more pronounced than this, this yeah. uh, example seems. Yeah. But, I see. I don't even remember his helmet, like on the last episode. Like I, you know, I don't yeah. remember him having a helmet on long enough. He's like every every superhero movie where they wear their mask for like a second and then they take it off. Yeah, and then it's gone. It's it's there for the toys and then it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that helmet. I mean, and the rest of the paint doesn't honestly doesn't look bad, other than you have to sneak that blue in for some reason. But like I kind of like it. I, I no, I, I, I do it's too. Kinda, it's kind of messed up if you're like, you know, tricking colorblind people maybe with it. But. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I mean, but the rest of the and and the armor. Now the armor looks a pain to wear, but it doesn't look like a pain to wear the arms. Like I know my TK arms sometimes if it if they get oh, jammed a little bit, I, I don't have much arm movement. Look at all you that know. gap right around the elbows. Oh my gosh, it looks like so much. It's because the gauntlets aren't as long. They look more yeah. like the length of Mando gauntlets than yeah. Stormtrooper or Clone Trooper gauntlets. Yeah, and those shoulder things just hang there under your shoulder belt. So you got like good range of movement. You can actually take your helmet off without worrying about stuff popping off. <laughs> the legs, though, look like a nightmare. 
legs don't look great. I think I I would have a hard time with the the chest seems wide. You can't. It doesn't look like you can physically bring your arms in flat against your sides. Yeah, probably not. Because if like I said, if you look at those animated clone guys, they they do have some issues with that. Again, that's why that's, that's why a lot of guys do the 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 more of the ones that have all the extras on because you can kind of trim your armor and hide it like if you're doing a rex you can mm-hmm. trim that you, you can get away with not even wearing the butt plate if you're doing rex yeah you know. um, plus it has a backpack yeah stick a camel back in there yeah that's probably where he keeps his helmet it's all he just carries wears you that know what? you helmet. might be right i think he might just be sticking his helmet in his backpack that's like, all he us, has that for. He doesn't like, carry some extra else. ammo. He's like, no, I just, I just have my. Uh, yeah, no, I need a place for my helmet. <laughs> but it would be cool if, if, if you would see him have like the helmet like just like latched onto the side or something. You know? Oh, that's uh, I, 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 I kind of like it, but it also kind of irritates me. It's a weird love hate relationship with how Wrecker wears his helmet. Sometimes he just like yeah. keeps it propped up on his head, like. Yeah, like sunglasses or something like that. Yeah, and I, like I know they did that for the in the the episodes that already aired with the Clone Wars, where he did that like punching his fists and slapping the helmet down thing is for for like a good uh, yeah a good clip a good uh, trailer moment. But I think it's kind of goofy that he wear <laughs> wears it up on his head like that. Right. Don't know. But I don't, I think I like his I like his helmet the best. I do like Wrecker's helmet the best. I I I I say I disagree. I I don't I cannot quite pin down the. I don't know what it is about it. I I wish I could say what it is about it that doesn't sit right, but I can't quite. It, it can't pin it down. The the it just seems too anti clone for. Yeah, me. I can see. I just I I think I just like the profile of it. I just like the. It just. It looks like I like the like it's like it's just a big bulky helmet. I, mean, I like all of, again the like the crosshairs one um that reminds me of every cool comic book villain it does have kind of a sinister look to it doesn't it yeah no it reminds me of like that of the guy who doesn't talk much which he doesn't in the thing but just like the guy who saves the day and then just walks off into the like no one knows he saved the day kind of yeah thing. So every time I see a helmet with a stalk, man, I'm just like, ah, because I've had to deal with with Sabine for the last eight years or whatever. Mm -hmm. I I hate helmets with stalks on them. Yeah, I'm not a fan either. I've been trying to not include a stalk on anything that I've been doing. I have a good way to put stalks on helmets, but I don't think they would pass um, CRLs. But I found these caps that work really well, so you put a wing nut on it and take it off. Because the main thing about them is when you're when you're throwing it in your tote or your bag, it's when they yeah. get bent or broken. Yeah, um, for travel, it almost seems like it would make more sense to take it off completely. Yeah, put it on when you get to where you're going. Like it's Zoe's, I put in with Connor pins on her newer helmets, but her old ones are fixed. Like you can't do that, mm-hmm. and so over time they've been bent and bent back, and mm. you know she don't wear she doesn't wear those helmets anymore anyway. So. She has five Sabine helmets or something like that, so she has plenty. I hope that in the Bad Batch series, I actually hope Crosshairs talks just a little bit less. Yeah. It did seem like to me in those, I know it's only four episodes of them, 
and they were in an isolated they obviously they needed to have dialogue with each other but it did seem like they they pushed him as some like silent killer guy but he talked a lot for a silent yeah. killer yeah <laughs> well i'm hoping that i'm hoping that the, that last season when they, their last arc was basically like now we know them they don't have to re-explain who they are yeah that would be kind of nice you know? they can focus more on in-depth characterization and growth yeah. instead of an introduction sequence and and i also think that inter- those you gotta remember those were written years ago yeah like th- those they just weren't ever got around to it yeah because that's the one that they released the animatics of them you know so so this so the style of knowing that the style of the mandalorian works then that we might see a we might feel have a different feel for them you know when this new season hits yeah who knows but but yeah and it, i mean i'm just hoping to see a lot of their costumes out uh we'll see you know with what can be done but their armor like i said there are the, at least at least hunter's armor is basically you know the the commando i like his i, I like um the big spike on Crosshair's shoulder. He's got that, like, um, I guess it's like a, a sniper rest for standing shots. Oh, okay. It's it's unique. He's just got this big bar sticking out of his shoulder. Is that, yeah, I wonder, I wonder what that is for. I like when they have all kinds of just oddball stuff. Like, I always like that antenna that Cody had on his shoulder for some reason. Yeah. That you're like... Which you know, for everyone that does the Cody suit, that was probably a nightmare. <laughs> Not to mention keeping it intact. I bet. Yeah, that's the piece that keeps falling off the most. Yeah, I see. And well, that's what even the guy Tech or whatever, all those antennas he has. That yeah. seems like that would be because he has like like two on the helmet, and at least two on his backpack. I think. I know, like, even at troops that we've been at before, we've had, like, Vader's losing the pieces on their mask. I can't imagine what somebody with much longer and skinnier antennas would have to deal with. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, they lose those little spikes? Yeah, the little spikes and um, the bars that are on the um, chest, the, the, oh, the yeah, white box. Yeah, those yeah. are the pieces that I'm I'm always helping collect from Vader's that we're trooping with. Yeah, that would, that would not be fun. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Crosshair's... Well, Crosshair's armor in, in and of itself is just more ornate than anybody's. Like, his mask is more ornate, his shoulder bells are more ornate. Um, yeah. Like, I, I like the Bad Batch, but they are very reminiscent of, like, an 80s cartoon. Like the, it's almost like if you took the A team and made them Star Warsy. Yeah, I kind of get that that A team feel. Because right. they're like, not in a bad way, but they're like one note. Like this guy can do this, you know. Which I'm hoping that the show makes, um, where you find out that like Hunter might have to do something that he's not comfortable. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like having them pr- work past their. Uh their specialties a little bit yeah like learn because because i'm hoping that like they'll they'll address like some of that that clone stuff they hinted to in the clone wars where the where the clones were 
trying to struggle were they just the same as the droids you know what i mean yeah and and then when order 66 happens because it's supposed to take place after that so it's kind of it's going to be kind of neat to see that's that's part of like that like i was saying the hoping for more in-depth characterization is getting past all that that one note Ooh, i'm the tech guy Ooh, yeah. i'm i can smell good uh, smell yeah. electricity and like it would just be, it would be cool to like the we they did they did all that in the Clone Wars episodes just to get all that out of the way have a really cool like badass team real quick. Now let's dig into uh, <laughs> right. Let's dig into the characters. Well, so. and and it's gonna it's gonna basically come down to them against everybody once Order sixty six hits. Yeah, or them or, or the, you know because something's gonna happen where they're they're gonna have to you know live up to their name. Do they have chips in their heads? I don't know. I don't. It almost seems like, like Tech and Crosshairs don't. They don't seem like they're actually based on the Django Fett gene. They don't look anything like the other clones. Yeah, right. So I'm wondering if they were even treated the same, or at least same procedure-wise with the chips and. Yeah. I guess. That's yeah. Well, that's what I'm hoping. To you know. Well, and also they're gonna if it's right after Order sixty six, they're gonna wind up meeting up with uh, uh, Rex. I saw the, Rex is actually in the trailer. Yeah, in the tail, but it's it, it's I real was that, quick. What was that scene before or after sixty Order sixty six? It was after. I'm pretty okay. sure. Because you know Rex, you know he had his ship removed, so it has a some potential to uh, do some cool things. Yeah. So hopefully everyone will like it, or at least those that don't like it just watch something else that they do like. Yeah, right. I like animation, and so I'm happy to have more cartoons. I I, I like Star Wars cartoons because it's so much more you can do with, you you can push the medium. You can oh yeah <laughs> lasers with the force with all that. You can have these people fall off of buildings but stand up uninjured. In it, yep. it's things you can do in animation that you can't get away with in live action because it would just be ridiculous well and that's what if you like i know a lot of people didn't like the original clone wars movie but before this before the disney era of movies that was the star wars movie i saw the most in the theater i think we saw it five or six times because the girls loved it and those battle scenes i love like the first one where it takes where you know where they're fighting on Christophsis? Yeah. Before that battle. Just as, right when Ahsoka comes in. Or yeah. after. Or yeah. Before Ahsoka that comes battle. In, excuse me. Because that was like the first big giant battle you saw in a while in Star yeah. Wars. And then the battle where they were climbing up the. With those six legged walkers were climbing oh, up. Oh, I like the, that one. You know. And it just made. It made like those gunships cooler. You know, the gunships that they used in every episode. Yeah. So much cooler. Um, and it made the clones all the same but all different like my my favorite episode by far of the clone wars hands down is the one it was the first one that aired with the one with yoda and when he was fight, hiding from ventress oh yeah it's like the first one like it's right after the movie it's the first one it's not the first one chronologically but it's the first one <laughs> that aired and that's my favorite one because it summed up like how the jedi l- looked at the clones yeah how like most of the jedi too. looked at looked at the clones i've noticed with 
some of those first episodes, like the first two or three arcs and the movie, the animation is actually different. Oh yeah. Than the rest of the series, it's, but different in the way that like, I notice it the most on Anakin's shoulder armor. Yep. It's like, it's something, a little extra detail. Like those episodes, any of those could have been part of the movie. Yep. But the movie, well, the, 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 the sort of mini arcs they picked for the movie to cycle around, circle around the rod of the hut rescue. Yeah. Is what they picked, but it's, it's just, it's, I had never noticed the difference in the detail for those select episodes. And then it kind of dropped off to a more, uh, everything more smoothed out textured with just that sort of painted look. Yeah. For the rest well, of it the was, seasons. It was also because it was a cartoon network show. Yeah. And so it, it, the budget was low. And then at least the one interview I heard from, I was re- listening or watching for Filoni was saying, I guess George Lucas wasn't going to be involved in it as much. And then he wound up loving it, and then he then Filoni got to work with George Lucas a lot. Yeah, because you know, because George Lucas liked it. Because exactly what you said, you could do everything. You could have people blow up, jump, Jedi powers, all this stuff, and you don't have to, you know, you don't have to spend a lot of money or make it look dumb that someone jumps. Yeah, super high. You hide the wires and things like that. Yeah. It's, well, the Mandalorians. Like yeah, sorry, you ahead. think you think about like the Clone Wars have defined the Mandalorians even more than the Mandalorian right at, as of right now. Just <laughs> yeah, really. the amount of Mandalorians that were in the Clone Wars, and then especially with the stuff that happens in Rebels. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, if I feel bad for the people, I know our talking of a costume turned into animation talk. But I feel bad for the people that don't try the animation. That's that uh, gets me. I know some some people have such difficulties with animated mediums, and it, it's something I've never quite understood. You can it's such a versatile medium. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can do just yeah. about anything. Art styles change. Different different artists, different animators, and. But they're missing out on so much Star Wars. Like, I don't want to be one of those gatekeepers that, you know, say if you don't like animation, you're not a true fan or anything. But I do feel bad for the people that, that miss out on those stories. I have a buddy who, he, he just finished Clone Wars for the first time. He had never watched it before. He watched The Mandalorian before watching any animated stuff. Oh, oh yeah. And The Mandalorian is what convinced him. He's like, oh, okay. So, and I think partially with some of my coaxing... Huh. <laughs> it's like well, yeah, it's, well it's, you want to know who ahsoka is huh yeah <laughs> well here here's a couple of weeks worth of uh homework for you oh i mean the the people that love the mandalorian are missing out on um so much of the man it makes the mandalorian better like in some it ways does. i would almost i would love to have be able to see the mandalorian without any of that and then watch it because you, you would literally, it would just, the Mandalorian would just be popping back in your head. There'd be so many tie-ins constantly, yeah. Because yeah. it would be, it'd be neat to, it'd be neat to meet someone who starts with the Mandalorian and then you let them backtrack through all the other Star Wars stuff. Yeah, that's, well, that's, that's basically what my buddy did. I mean, yeah. he, obviously he's watched the, the movies. movies. But that's what he's doing with the extended con- the extended universe content. I think he said back in the day he read the original Thrawn trilogy. 
Yeah. I read and that. The, I didn't like it. And some of the original, like the bounty hunters, um, mm-hmm. the, the, the original Legends novels. But that yes. was his experience. He hadn't really dove into the, the Disney canon. Yeah. Yeah, some of those old books are a little rough. I, I, I used to get the comic books. I used to get all this, all the old Dark Horse comics, and, and they were okay. Um, I, I think I fondly remember them better than they actually were. Yeah. Uh, uh, because their, their stories were just, they didn't, you could tell no one was checking to make sure everything matched up, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and Jedi's had, you know, you'd have one Jedi that could like, like, you know, destroy a whole planet. And then, you know, the next minute, some Jedi's getting attacked by like a monster and almost die. And it just, you know, <laughs> right. I think there's. I don't remember if it's legends or if it became canon, but there's a Jedi that could like move a black hole with oh, the force or something like that. Yeah. I'm just I'm like, really? Now the High Republic. Now I haven't read any. I've I've listened to Zoe tell me about the High Republic, and the High Republic seems interesting to me. Like that seems like a phase of Star Wars that I, I should get into here relatively quickly, um, before it gets away from me. Yeah, I guess I'm. That's that's what I'm worried about too. Is I'm still taking forever on the, uh, the the, I guess post Empire content because like I'm reading, I'm still on the uh, second in the Alphabet Squadron. Yeah, trilogy. Zoe loved those. When you finish, you should read. Date. She just did a podcast on that, the one book. They they look good to me too. But I just. I, I got to start somewhere and I probably, I'm going to probably just have to, some of that stuff is going to have to just go by the wayside and try to stay caught up with high Republic. Um, I might have to hit the, for the high Republic. I might have to stick to some of the comics because they, yeah. they, they have the comics for those. Those seem they're like hard to simple. get. <laughs> we, I mean, I'm sure there are. No, the problem is the problem use. is with the, some of the high Republics, they came under there. They came in through um, Disney's print media. Because Disney has two comic book companies. Oh. They have Marvel and the Disney one. Oh, so not and, all of them are Marvel. Some of them are... And some of the Disney ones got, got under-ordered because no one bought the Disney. You know what I mean? Like, the Disney books were, like, the funny, like, you know what I mean? And then there's High Republic hit. So I'm mm. hoping they come out with a trade paperback. Because we, we wound up subscribing to the... Um, which I said I'd never do, but we went subscribing to the digital Marvel... Mm-hmm. instead of buying the comic books because i just couldn't get to the comic store fast enough and they're, they're so expensive at the comic yeah. store these yeah days i mean too. It, it was like a it was like a car payment unfortunately for, for all the books um so it was like 12 bucks a month or something like that and then zoe and i can read the comics i'd rather read paper but i just had to yeah um, i feel that and i just i got too much my house is overflowing with star wars stuff right now it's I, I can't bring any more Star Wars in for till I get uh, everything finished. <laughs> um, but I don't know. That's um. I think that's our Bad Batch show. Is that what we're calling it? We're gonna call it the Bad Batch show. I guess this could be the Bad Batch. Show. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I but you know I mean we mainly we'll call talk about the, ba- the Bad Batch preview and then yeah. after May the fourth, well May probably end of May beginning of June. When yeah. they finally, I, I'm still, I, I can't get back on board with weekly episodes. I've grown too used to the binge culture. Well, I, I go back and <laughs> I forth. Like I go back and forth on that, but I know with the, when I binge stuff, I don't appreciate it until it's over. 
Like, I think The Mandalorian, if I could have binged it, I would have watched it a whole weekend. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it would have... Like, now when I watch it, like, even when I just do a binge watch of all of them, I, it, it seems better since I had to wait for each episode. Yeah, you do get to kind of... I, I, I get the merit of getting to sit on the information. If there's a yeah. cliffhanger, you're st- that's like... I don't know. I, I just... I crave resolution yeah well i do too but 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 what's nice is you imagine how impatient we would be if they give us all the mandalorian at once because then it, they don't feel like it'd be like 10 years before it shows that's true at least yeah. at least it you know it drags it out because it's gonna it's they don't even have a release date of the next season of mandalorian yeah so well that would have been rough on the uh the grogu reveal because oh, yeah, like, if, if yeah. everybody had access somebody watched it all on the first day and they're freaking out like oh my gosh grogu and yeah monday somebody's like i haven't watched it yet who's what what happened oh yeah me? can you imagine because people get worked up now about spoilers now can you imagine if they did that like i don't know what my i don't know what my feelings are on spoilers when it comes to stuff like that um because in some ways like if you don't want to be spoiled you have to like set yourself up not to be spoiled you know like if if me and zoe got up at 5 a.m every friday morning to watch the new mandalorian that was our that was our way to stay spoiler free that's probably a good way to go about it yeah and if and then because our only other option would have been just stay off social media you know, because like yeah. if if you're if you're all your social media has Star Wars attached to it, it's kind of I mean it's it's kind of a mean move when people spoil it, but it's also, do you really want to contain someone's excitement? I mean, there's people that spoil it just to be mean. Yeah. But there are people that are just excited and don't think about it, and they're like, oh, that was so great, and they type a sentence, and then they get lambasted and yelled at because they just spoiled something, and they were just they were just expressing their their um, excitement for something. Well, to me, where where I come in on it, and it comes down to uh, intent, I think. Yeah. And it's like, if somebody's excited about it, give a little warning. Be like, hey, uh, I know some people do like a couple layers of like a paragraph of just dots or something, so the right. pair the the post condenses past where people can't see it, and it's like, oh, let's have a discussion in the comments. I'm really excited. I want to talk to people, but I don't want to spoil things. Right. Whereas I've seen people, I had somebody ruin that big Game of Thrones reveal oh, and yeah. the final season because <laughs> they were all snidely like, "Oh, this I'm sort proud of certain character for doing a certain thing," and it's like obviously they made it obvious who they were talking about. Yeah, and it, so like people who are doing snide stuff like that can, that's they they deserve lambasting for. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, but there are people they're not technically spoiling but like you know what you did you're you're being right yeah <laughs> but the mandalorian the thing with the mandalorian it brought in people into the fandom that never lived in fandom so they don't even understand what spoiler means yeah, you know, you know what i'm true. saying like like because like i i'm old enough to remember in the 90s every friday at work you like thursday night tv was when everything was on mm-hmm. and every friday at work you went and talked at work Oh, did you see Seinfeld or did you see Friends or whatever show was on that was mm-hmm. like the the talk? And you didn't think about spoiling it because the people that really liked it watched it on Thursday night. Yeah, you know, and and so some of those people that I think get yelled at for spoiling it, they'll say something on a Saturday night when it's been out since 
Friday morning and because they, they don't live in that culture. Yeah. Like, like you and I live in that. We know we, we even know what it means to be spoiled. You say to some people, they're like, I don't know what that means. You know? Yeah. I feel bad. And, I accidentally spoiled stuff from uh, Rise of Skywalker to my cousin <laughs> around Christmas time that year that came out. Yeah. My one cousin and I were talking about it, and I hear my other cousin from the other room go, "Oh, come on!" Yeah. But it had what? been like three weeks at that point. Yeah, <laughs> like well, I, and that's I, what you you forget because we live in the Star Wars bubble. You know, like we all it's like oh, the one week's up, <laughs> the veil is lifted. We can all talk about it because everybody who cares about it has already seen it. And because I always had to be careful at school, because my students, a lot of them, they only go to two or three movies a year. Yeah. And so I, I just wouldn't talk about it in my classroom. I just say, oh, it's really good. You should go see it. Because, I, you know, a lot of them, they, they just didn't get, they don't get to see stuff that often. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's, uh, I can't wait for it to come out. Um, can't wait to, you know, get working on some more costumes. I, I am going to, I haven't decided if I'm going to, on that three demon site, if I'm going to buy. I don't think I'll buy the whole armor, but I'm probably going to buy the files for all those helmets. At mm -hmm. the very least, I'm going to print one for me just to display. Yeah, those would be cool helmets to have. But the nice thing with the Three Demon is they're all you pay more because they're license-free. Mm -hmm. So I can't sell the files, but I can sell the castings of them. Or I yeah. can sell the prints of them. So. Which is nice. It's nice to have that freedom as a maker. Yeah. Well, it's very polite of the seller, but also you're they're they're you're they're you pay like three times more it, for the yeah. file. <laughs> so, and most people don't cast it just because of the cost. Yeah. Like you know, I have a, I have that tie pie that's still sitting in my garage, and I probably have like six hundred dollars tied up in silicone for that thing, <laughs> and I don't even have the right to cast that. You know. <laughs> so. That's. I learned my lesson on that one. But yeah. I think we've hit a, a natural stopping point. All right. Well, our... I do have an idea for next show. Oh yeah? So I can tell you now so people can get a preview if they're listening. I think we it's award season. I think we should have a movies awards show. Okay. So tomorrow or maybe tonight on Facebook, I'm going to post up and ask people to tell us their favorite um, fan films. Okay. And then we will look if, if we get if we don't get anything, you and I will have a have some of our favorites and we'll talk about it. And then the following week, we can you and I can judge what we think is since we're in, you know it's our show we can you yeah, know we do what we want do what we, we want stop us. But I was thinking you know, like there's a lot of good <laughs> fan films out there like there's like. Troops is the first one that I saw that I realized, hey, I think I could buy Stormtrooper armor. Mm. You know? Mm -hmm. um, have you ever seen Pink 5? I have yet. To, I haven't seen Pink 5, no. Pink 5 is another one. The Solo Chronicles. Uh, I myself like uh, Star Wars related music videos. Okay, we can so, we can Galactic Empire there, music there we videos. Go. That uh, could, there, there's our musical. There's our musical. Uh, song stormtrooper by barahata <laughs> from iceland is it just because you're in it and you broke your armor bro well, well for the i was i was only in one of the four galactic empire music video three galactic empire music videos 
And I I bled for that music video. <laughs> See, I was hoping they needed a black C-3PO. You know. Yeah. Because I know where they can find one. Um, uh, where? <laughs> so we got musical. We got we, So we got music. We have... Oh, yeah. We can have best scene of Jedi fl- fighting in the woods. Because isn't every fan film with Jedi? Jedi fighting in the woods. <laughs> fighting in the woods. <laughs> you know... Um, you know, there's that anime. There's the anime uh, Tie Fighter. Oh, I love that one. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. Well, Darth um, uh, Chad Vader is probably one of my top. Mm. Have you watched all of those? I don't think I've seen those. No. Chad Vader's it's Darth Vader's brother, but he's in charge of a grocery store. Oh, okay. It's even funnier than it sounds. <laughs> um, Chad Vader. I'm trying to think. There's uh, Imps is one. There used to be, back in the 90s, uh, Force.net. That's all it was, was fan films. Oh, yeah. It was just it was just a, it was just like hyperlinks to fan films. And some would be taken down because of copyright from whatever reason and stuff. <laughs> but there were some good Boba Fett ones. But every Jedi one was, was it there for, especially after... Um, Phantom Menace, every Jedi was some guy almost looking like Qui-Gon Jinn fighting in the woods. That's what every... every <laughs> Sounds about right, yeah. That was every um, fan film with Jedi. Uh, but yeah, Pink, hasn't Pink, changed. Pink 5 is pretty good. Um, but yeah, we, there's some animations. I, if I can get... Safi has a Jawa animation she just has to add sound to. She did as part of her... Uh, work study for high school oh, yeah. she's That's she's cool. going to study she's going to millersville my daughter's going to millersville which i'm very proud of um also tough she's going for computer gaming and, and animation i didn't realize millersville had an animation program i didn't either until she came home and said look they have an animation i was like oh, really? <laughs> they actually have like a video game component of whatever she's studying uh Graphic design with video game concentration, or I don't know what it's called. Man, I wish my, <laughs> I wish they had had that when my brother was going to school. That could have saved him a lot of time and money. Yeah, well, I think that's what the state schools have have kind of upped their game on that regard. Millersville's nothing like when I went there. Like I, I almost drove down a one way street. I was like, what? This is one way now. <laughs> right. Oh, it's yeah, not she's... even the same as when I was there. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so right. much has changed. She was well. She's going to commute too. So, well, you saw the video of her walking around as triple zero, right? Yeah. Yeah, we went around Millersville and walked around as triple zero and took took her picture to get her. I think they give like twelve hundred bucks or something like that if you nice. post up that with your when you get your acceptance box. Oh, I wish I had had that. Yeah, they, they, yeah, when I was, they were like, yeah, we don't care. Just just show <laughs> like, up. You did it. <laughs> show up, man. Just, you know, give us our money. Class starts August. Like, <laughs> I got accepted and didn't even know where Millersville was. <laughs> I, I just, I, it, I had to go to college. Like, that was a rule at my house. And I was like, okay, well, what's closest Millersville? I, I, I was late for my first class because I didn't know how to get to Millersville. <laughs> so I was a mess. At least they had new student seminars for us. They had like a week before classes started where they were like a freshman integration 
Yeah, they, they probably did. had that when I was there. I probably uh, knowing me at nineteen, <laughs> I, just it. I probably just threw it. In. I got mail. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know anyone at Millersville. <laughs> I threw it out. I was a little better the second time I went back. <laughs> um, Sugar Bowl's still there though. Oh yeah, nope, that was no that was there when I was, and that was the school store across the parking lot from it. That building, when I went there the first time. Oh yeah, that, that was the that school place. store. I was thinking the A-frame church for yeah, some reason. Yeah. But. but anyhow, that was a good episode. So again, <laughs> now everyone, check us out on uh, Facebook. Uh, if you have any questions, you want to be on the show, you want us to, you know, be on your show. If you uh, anything. It's Mike at Caritacast.com or Colin at Caritacast.com. Um, we're on Facebook. And I think we have Twitter, but I don't think we really use that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, check out our check out our podcast. Leave us a nice review. Uh, we have Shakespeare on our thing if you want to class up the place a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I was invited, me and Zoe are doing... Uh, Meet the Maker website or podcast. Those guys that did that I blindsided you with that time. Oh um, yeah, those guys. Their podcast. It's they changed the name or something, but because uh, there was the, another podcast the with forces that name. behind. Yeah, whatever. So they invited me and Zoe to do their podcast next week sometime next Thursday, I think. Nice. Uh, it's, it's like families and podcasting or something like that. I think they saw us in in. Um, Star Wars Insider 200. Oh really? You were in Star Wars Insider 200? You haven't you know you haven't mentioned that. I haven't mentioned it yet today. Today. <laughs> hey, I'm just glad I was in it. I got mentioned the first sentence. Now it wasn't you know. He said Mike. He at least said my you know, it could have be any Mike, but you know. Now I can rest in peace. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't understand how, I don't understand the logistics of Star Wars Insider though, because it's not really a Lucasfilm thing, but it's all Lucasfilm people that write for it, except for a few of the independent people. So I don't understand how that, because mm. I forget the company. It's it's weird. It's a weird. Because it's celebration, they took a bunch of pictures of Safi, and then we never heard back about it. Oh. And then a guy contacted me. I want to say Christmas time and wanted more pictures of Safi and triple zero. And then he said, Oh, she, she's probably, she, they're going to have a, a couple pictures of her in, in some upcoming episode. And that's all I heard. So I, I don't know what that means. Upcoming like three years from now. I oh yeah. Well or... that's, I'll tell you, that's a, that's a whole nother thing. I subscribe to them. Now they're, they're, um, I like star Wars insider. So I, if anyone's listening to the charge of it, which I doubt, I'm, I think I'm safe. But uh, man, they're they're um, it's weird because there for a while they were bi-monthly and then quarterly and then they went back to monthly and then and now they're then they were four times or yeah, quarterly again and now they're back to monthly and and like you just don't know what's happening you know and then sometimes you'll get an issue and then you'll they'll, they'll accidentally not send you an issue and then to say they're sorry they'll just extend your so I I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I guess it depends on how much insider they have. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> During just, that, that yeah. quarter. Yeah. 
Well, I think they're they're kind. Of, I think the Mandalorian has kind of made them kind of come back because I think the Mandalorian attracted people more people like my age, and mm-hmm. that and they're more there's people more like a paper copy of a magazine. You yeah, know, your publications. Yeah, it'd be a paper, but but you know, <laughs> I like the paper copies, but they have they do like three covers. Which is impossible to find because they'll do the cover you get when it gets mailed to you, mm. the cover you get at the newsstand, and then there's a special edition comic book cover. And it's usually I only want one of the covers, and it's rarely the one I get in the mail. Wow! Like the latest one, the latest one that the the one that Zoe was in was the cover you got in the mail was C three PO and R two D two, and it had a nice thing about Anthony Daniels, which I liked. But then you went to the newsstand and it was the mandalorian a photograph of him with you know looks like a regular magazine which was okay but the comic book store had a painting of the mandalorian like this really nice painting with group and i couldn't find it i couldn't get it anywhere i went Hmm. i went to all these comic book stores the day it came out they're like no sorry we don't we don't get that anymore like bummer so that's my that's my stores yeah, it sounds like one of those three covers had much more effort put into <laughs> yeah well that's what i mean but it's 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 never rhyme or reason though because sometimes mm. i'll get the mail order cover and i'm like oh that's great i got that one and it's you know so it, it, it's not like it's not like the, it's always if the, if the comic book cover was always the best i just call the comic book store and ask them to hold me one every time it comes out but it's yeah. not there's no rhyme or reason to which one gets the cool cover oh which I guess is just up to like I like to see three PO and R two D two win because it had a good um, Anthony Daniels article in it. Because I used to like in the olden days I used to like to read Anthony Daniels column. He used to do a column in the Insider, and oh, I, okay. I I always liked his stuff. I always liked Anthony Daniels. I think I told you his book is really good. His biography. Yeah, I've read his biography. Yeah, I you gotta listen it. to it. I mean, you got to pay more money, but if you if mm-hmm. if you ever have like a free audio audible money to spend or something, his the audio is even nice because just with his voice narrating is really neat. That and a Doctor Afro book. Yeah, I still got to do the Doctor Afro one. I keep forgetting about that one. That's a good one. That's that's a good that's an audio drama. That's a good one. Anyway, so we're done, right? Bye, everyone. So we are going to talk D and D for a second. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everyone. May the force be with you. Yeah, yeah. may the force be with you. Check us out everywhere.